at 6 a.m. every single morning since the beginning of October, Israel releases the names of IDF soldiers who lost their lives the day before. This war against Hamas and what is happening in the north is not going to end anytime soon. The 6 a.m. fear of, do I know that person, is going to be with us for a while. One of the reservists that was killed this week while fighting Hamas in Gaza was named David Schwartz. He died alongside his Hevruta partner, the same young man that he learned with in yeshiva. David was connected to many, and husband to Metal. Together, David and Metal had just celebrated their wedding anniversary a few days before, when David was fortunate to be home for two weeks. Metal heroically and courageously offered words of Hesped. She gave a eulogy at her young husband's funeral. The entire Hesped to read is so full of emotion, but these are the words that haunt me. You are a man of action. Words were not just empty talk. If something needed to be done, you would be the first to take care of it without thinking too much or delaying. David Schwartz of blessed memory was a man of action. Halavai if there are only more people like him in the world. On Wednesday, at about this time, there were a lot less chairs in the room. A small group of people gathered, representing Beth Sedek and the larger Jewish community. And Wednesday morning, this building was cleaner than I have ever seen it. <laughs> There was more security than during the High Holy Days. There was RCMP in the building and dogs were outside. And all of this happened because, as you know, we convened a meeting with Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. This was the room where it happened. Issues of real concern were shared, such as Israel, the hostages, the war in Gaza, anti-Semitism, the then upcoming farce at the International Court of Justice, UNRWA, ceasefires, and safety. Collectively, we spoke about feeling abandoned, alone, and not safe. Later that day, the Prime Minister met with our friend, Toronto Police Chief Demkew, to talk about anti-Semitism in the GTA. And then the next day, on Thursday, you might have read this quote from the chief. Moving forward, demonstrations or the congregation of individuals on the Avenue Road overpass will not be permitted. People can expect to be arrested if necessary. Now I think that A plus B equals C, and it's all connected, but I can't be 100% sure. What I can say is that Chief Demkew is a man of action. 
Some of you saw him standing right here on this bima, addressing us a few weeks, months ago, I don't know, letting us know that he has our back. And how do we know that? Well, if you live in a predominantly Jewish neighborhood, then you have seen the increase of police presence. There is the command center at Bialik and the other one that moves up and down Bathurst Street. And the patrols have increased. There is a police officer in our building today. Is he still there? Yeah, right, right. And uniformed buildings are, uniformed officers are in this building all the time. And we say thank you to them and offer them way too much food. Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses, like David Schwartz and the chief, was a man of action. Now Moses was also a known stutterer. In this week's parsha, in the beginning in verse 12, in the early phase of their relationship, Moshe said to God, Hen b'nei Yisrael lo you laid that one, right? Neither Pharaoh nor the Israelites will listen to me. I am a person of impeded speech. Or, I don't speak so good. My words don't work. Last week, Moshe tried something similar when he said, Lo ish devarim anochi. I am not a man of words. I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. Without being a strong orator or a preacher, Moshe did big stuff throughout his tenure of leadership. And yes, he delegated and got angry and made mistakes, but his legacy is not what he said. His legacy was that he led the Israelites out of Egypt and through the wilderness and led them right to the promised land. Already next week in Parshat Bo, Moshe will actually hotzi et b'nei Israel me'eretz mitzrayim. Already, next week, the Israelites will be brought out of Egypt. The guy worked fast. He was tasked to do something. Boom, 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 he did it. Yeah, to be fair, the story is a little bit more detailed. You know, last week in Shemot, we read, the king of Egypt died. The Israelites were groaning under the bondage, and they cried out. And their cry for help from the bondage rose up to God. Vayishma Elohim et Naakatam, Vayiskur Elohim et Brito, et Avraham et Yitzchak et Yaakov. And God heard their moaning, and God remembered the covenant with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Vayar Elohim et Bnei Israel, Vayeda Elohim. And God looked upon the Israelites, and God took notice of them. And then Moshe and God had their meat cute. We know about that. There's all the fire at the bush. And in chapter 5, though, the first time that Moshe knows his task, he doesn't just ask Pharaoh to let the people go. That's what we know, right? Let my people go. There's a little bit more to it. Moshe asks Pharaoh for an action step for B'nai Israel. Shalachet ami vayachogu li bamidbar. Let my people go that they may make yontif in the wilderness, that they may celebrate and dance and feast in the desert. They had to do something. They had to praise God. They had to worship God once they left. It wasn't just about the leaving. Rabbi Stephen Moskowitz writes, 
The greatest of leaders are those who find themselves, most often by circumstance and timing, in situations that require their active involvement. They do not seek positions of power. They do not relish fame. These pursue them. It is what is asked of them by these situations that make them great. Whether by God or circumstance, they are called to action. They do not seek greatness. It follows from the word of God or it moves from a call. Moshe Rabbeinu did not seek greatness or power. He was put in a situation and he was asked to disrupt the status quo, to do something, and he did it. Moshe followed the Shiloh Fruchter three-part charge of show up, speak up, and stand up. You can learn a lot from a 12-year-old. In our country, we have a leader who has been asked by the Jewish community, by Sija, by the UJA system, by individuals with power, by individuals with money, and by MPs within his own party, as well as leaders from the opposition, to do more to protect us, to do more to make us feel safe. Our current leader does a great job speaking. He was great with words at the Sija anti-Semitism conference in the second week of October. He used really good, feel-good words at the National Hanukkah candlelighting ceremony. I was present for both of them. I heard them both times. Great words. And his team writes words for him on social media like, thank you for speaking so candidly about your pain, your anger, and your grief. I hear you. I want you to know that our commitment to you and to Israel as a Jewish and a democratic state is unwavering. I also want you to know that we remain focused on combating anti-Semitism and keeping you and all Jewish Canadians safe from anti-Semitic violence. This is work that all of us, especially non-Jewish Canadians, must continue to do together. Justin Trudeau is great with words. But when it comes to issues facing the Jewish community, He's no David Schwartz of blessed memory. He's no Chief Dempew. He's not Moshe Rabbeinu. And he has not yet demonstrated that he is at the caliber of the former Prime Minister Trudeau. When I was seven years old and in grade two at Associated Hebrew School, here's the article. Yaakov's going to hand out a few of them, but not the original, because I took that from my parents' house. When I was seven years old in grade two at Associated Hebrew Schools, I wrote the following. Dear Mr. Trudeau, we want the Russian Jews free. Can you change the law and let them go? We pray. Please, please, we beg you 
Let our people go. Sincerely, Robin Fryer. We wrote letters to the Prime Minister on behalf of former refusenik Ida Nudel. Not so much longer after I became a media darling, Ida Nudel made Aliyah, and she was greeted by Prime Minister Shamir and Foreign Minister Shimon Peres and thousands of Israelis. She was granted a Teudat Zahut, an identity card, and immigration papers. Now, according to this article, seven-year-old Robin Fryer firmly believed that the Prime Minister Trudeau would believe, sorry, would intervene on behalf of the Jewish community. Based on what I read and studied about him, especially how he invoked the War Measures Act in 1970 when Quebec was attacked by the FLQ and numerous terrorist attacks, I can't imagine that he didn't. Pierre Elliott Trudeau was a man of action. Every single day in Baruch She'amar, in the Baruch She'amar prayer, we say, Baruch She'amar v'haya ha'olam Baruch Hu. Baruch Osev Reshit, Baruch Omer ve'oseh. Blessed is God who says and does. As humans created in the image of God, if we are going to climb the ladder of leadership, we need to lead not only by saying, but by doing as well. We heard a lot of, I hear you, I hear you, in this room on Wednesday by the Prime Minister. But will the hearing lead to action? The feeling by those assembled when we exited this room was no. Maytel Schwartz ended her eulogy by sharing that her husband David hung three sentences above his bed that he would see before going to sleep. And one of them was, Ani batachti. I trust in your faithfulness. Most of us didn't leave Wednesday's meeting with the feeling of trust or faith in the leader of the country at the moment. And so we, the rest of us, we need to do more. We need to be like seven-year-old Robin Fryer. <laughs> and we need to add our name to signatures on letters when we get them through CJA. Don't delete it. We need to do more advocacy. We need to go to Israel if we're able to do that. And we need to continue to unite as a community, thanking our police officers and continuing to do whatever it is that we can to support the state of Israel and our own Jewish community. We got to do it together. Shabbat Shalom.